When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by taking one small step a day? And not because you're a bad person now, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to be a better person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you want to be. My mission? To help you live your best life. Hey, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate, your host and author of the book, How to Be a Better Person, which makes a great gift for anyone in your life who is graduating, as it's packed with 401 pieces of life advice that we all need to know about and that they don't teach in school. This week on the podcast, I'm talking about ways to truly and honestly relax. Last week, I talked about avoiding burnout when working from home. And a big player in burnout is when you never actually get to close the stress loop and you get stuck in sort of a perpetual state of being stressed. So this week, let's talk about how to shift out of that physiological state of stress, close that loop and get into a loop of relaxation. The other ideas I've shared this week are all things you can do yourself or perhaps with the help of a YouTube video in five minutes or 20 minutes. Today's ideas are of the done-for-you variety, and they take a longer amount of time, generally about an hour. They also cost money, but there is a time and a place for everything, and sometimes you need to prioritize relaxation, and the things you spend money on reflect your priorities. Today, I'm advocating for you to get some kind of healing modality that is expressly designed to rebalance your energy and activate your relaxation response. I'm going to share my three favorites with you, which are acupuncture, Reiki, and craniosacral therapy. These modalities can help you heal because when you are truly and fully relaxed, that's when your inner healing abilities can come to the fore. So in addition to relaxing you, these practices can help you address symptoms, conditions, or imbalances that may have started chipping away at your quality of life. Nearly all forms of illness have a stress component. Although nothing can eradicate stress completely, these modalities help lessen the effects that stress is having on you. I'm going to tell you about my three favorite go-to stress-reducing treatment options right after this quick word from our sponsor. You know something else that promotes relaxation? Meditating. Using my Headspace app to meditate has really helped me recuperate from the madness that was 2020. And my daughter's teacher played one of the Headspace guided visualizations during class, and it got her so relaxed that she had an amazing idea for a short story. I am so thankful for this app. You deserve to feel happier, and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com kate. That's headspace.com slash Kate for a free one-month trial with access to Headspace's full library of meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Go to headspace.com slash Kate today. Welcome back. 
Okay, let's talk about three wonderful ways you can experience relaxation and healing. The first is craniosacral therapy, which aims to rebalance the flow of energy, lymph, and craniosacral fluid around and between your skull and your pelvis and everything that lies in between these two landmarks of the body. I got craniosacral therapy about every three weeks when I was going through my transition to menopause and my lower back was killing me for several months. And every time I went, I got very relaxed during the treatment. I felt super good for a couple of days. My back really didn't hurt. And I noticed that my pain level, while it would come back, it never went back to as high as it was before my most recent appointment. So while the pain didn't go away immediately, It gradually and progressively lessened, and now, several months since my last appointment, it rarely bothers me, and never to the point of being truly painful. My point being, although the treatment was gradual, its changes have been lasting. I feel like I was getting recalibrated on a subtle level every time. I would also notice that I slept better, and my digestion was working better, and I felt more patient with my kids. Ugh, I kind of miss it. The second modality is acupuncture, which is all about releasing stuck energy, or chi, and getting it flowing again in a balanced way throughout the body. Acupuncturists use very thin needles that they insert into specific points on your body that are on the meridian, or line of energy, where your acupuncturist's assessment of your overall state of physical and emotional health suggests that your energy may be stagnating. When you see an acupuncturist, they're going to ask you all kinds of crazy questions. They're going to look at your tongue. They're going to ask you about your bowel movements. They're going to ask you about your menstrual cycle. They're really just trying to get a bead on what is going on in your body and which systems might be overactive and which might be underactive. While acupuncture is great for specific ailments like insomnia, musculoskeletal pain, infertility, etc., It also is wonderful for just getting you into that dreamy, relaxed zone, which definitely shuts off your stress response and invites your inner healing capacities to wake up. Trust me, I do not like needles at all, and I love acupuncture. There's something, I don't know, they they insert the needles and then they walk out of the room and let you just relax with the needles in for a while. And that may not sound relaxing, but there is definitely something going on in the energetic level because you kind of go into a different plane. I have a friend who is very type A. She was working full-time and going to school to get her doctorate, and she got so stressed that she developed a heart arrhythmia. Her doctor wanted her to implant a device that could shock her heart and get it back into a normal beating pattern, but my friend decided to try acupuncture first. After her very first acupuncture appointment, she spent most of the next two days sleeping. Once she felt rested and emerged from that state of just being so relaxed she could hardly move, (laughs) she realized she needed to find a different job. And as she made one change and then the next, her heart problem completely went away. That's just one example of how true relaxation can change not just your state of being, but also your overall health and even your life, quite frankly. I'm not saying that you don't need to tend to any true medical issues that you have, but I am saying that Western medicine is not the only tool you have available to you. And sometimes you have a tremendous amount of influence over what's contributing to your condition in the first place, but it takes getting quiet and relaxed to be able to see that influence. 
Some of these energy practices can really help you heal on an emotional level too. I find that Reiki, which is a healing modality from Japan that sometimes and sometimes doesn't involve actual laying on of hands, is really helpful for getting some insight on your issues. I've paid for many Reiki sessions. On the first one, I went into kind of a lucid dreaming state where I was hanging out with my grandmother who died in the mid 80s. We did some crafts together, sounds crazy, and we chatted about my dad. And that's just one of the things that I can't explain that have happened to me on the Reiki table. I signed up for a free Reiki session at a women's conference. It wasn't fancy at all, just some easy chairs set up in a conference room. Just because that session was free, though, didn't make it any less impactful. In fact, it really helped me out at a moment where I was processing some stuff and feeling sad. I can't explain it, but the woman who worked on me said, I felt like there was a little hole in your heart from where something had really hurt you in your past, so I just imagined stitching it up and bringing it back together. (laughs) Call it, or me, crazy, but I swear I felt more whole after. And just to be clear, it was whole with a W. (laughs) Again, these treatments do typically cost money, unless you get lucky and they're offering them for free as part of some event. But there are often community centers that offer acupuncture or Reiki where you can pay a reduced or sliding fee. Maybe you won't be in a private treatment room. Here in Providence, the community acupuncture center has one big space with treatment tables in it that are separated by hanging curtains. Just because you're paying less doesn't reduce the healing benefits any. Your tiny assignment is to think which of these modalities appeals to you the most. Acupuncture, Reiki or craniosacral therapy. And then just do a little Googling to see what's available near you. You don't have to make an appointment if you don't feel like now's the time that you need it. But if you've already done a little research, whenever it does feel like a time when you could use a little support, you'll be that much closer to actually making an appointment. And of course, there are many other healing modalities out there. There's massage, sound healing, reflexology, and the list goes on and on. Maybe something besides acupuncture, Reiki, or craniosacral therapy is calling to you, in which case I say, go for it. It's calling to you for a reason. And acknowledging that desire for healing, and then actually acting on that desire, is an important way to show yourself that your relaxation and your health are a priority. I'm willing to bet there's some gold waiting for you at that appointment, so I hope you'll act on it to whatever extent that you can now. Come back tomorrow when I'm talking about the one thing that will make your relaxation practice, whatever form it takes, even more effective. This is a secret ingredient that you don't want to miss. Thanks for listening to How to Be a Better Person. Our theme song is Left for Deadish by Junior85. The podcast is mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past seven episodes, a sneak peek of the week ahead, and one well-chosen meme to your inbox every Saturday morning. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com. Tweet me at Kate Han. K-A-T-E-H-A-N or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you. 